Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. And I do want to give you a warning before we do get into this story. There is talk of death by a car accident. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. Would I be the asshole for going to the funeral of my ex-girlfriend's brother and missing my sister-in-law's wedding? I, male 25, am in a relationship with Amelia, female 26 since two years she is wonderful and we live together and i think we're close to getting engaged in the past i was in a relationship with julia 25 female we met in high school and had a very passionate relationship for five years but it didn't work in the end it got quite heated between us and even with her parents so we blocked each other julia had a brother dan two years younger we always shared a special bond like me he wanted to become a doctor and i helped him with med school even after the breakup, we stayed close. Julia and their parents weren't aware. He was definitely very important for me, almost like a younger brother. Unfortunately, Dan had a car crash and died last week. I didn't know until Julia came to my home to announce two days ago. I'm absolutely devastated. She apologized because she wasn't aware that Dan and I were still close. She also thanked me for being there for him when he was fighting depression and that all her family would like to see me at his funeral next Sunday in their hometown, seven hours drive. I replied that I wasn't sure if I could come because I'm running low on money at the moment and my car will be at the mechanics. She said she could drive me there but she had to be there two days earlier to help with the organization. I said I will think about it. We exchanged numbers and hugged and she cried a little and said she was sorry for all the things of the past and was happy to see me again. Amelia came home at this moment and I explained the situation when Julia left. She already knew about my past relationship with Julia and my friendship with Dan. Amelia told me that I wouldn't be able to go to the funeral because of the wedding of her sister as the same day and we both agreed to go. I said that I need a bit of time to process all that. The following morning, I had a very emotional phone call with Dan and Julia's parents. They apologized for the past and thanked me for being there for Dan, that they would always consider me family from now. They insisted they'd like to host me for the funeral to save me costs. After reflection, even if it sucks for Amelia and the wedding, I cannot imagine missing Dan's funeral. I talked with my co-residents, the head of the unit, and they're okay with me missing a few days and cover for me. I told my decision to Amelia yesterday. She blew up and said that I'm a huge dick to ditch her and her family in favor of my exes. She said that I committed to the wedding and I couldn't leave her alone to reconnect with my ex. We had a big argument and haven't talked much since. I had some messages from her friends and her sister. They said I'm a major asshole for abandoning my girlfriend in favor of my ex. I was sure about doing the good choice, but I'm starting to feel bad and second guessing myself. So, am I the asshole? I'm going to start in the comments with outrageous luck 4231 who says you would not be the asshole for making this choice, but 
Honestly, neither will your girlfriend be when she ends your relationship. You are making a choice to prioritize an old relationship versus your current one. Funerals are not for the deceased, they are for the ones left behind. You will not disparage your friend if you do not go to the funeral. If you choose the funeral, there is a good chance you'll be terminally poisoning your relationship. Old Beach says, I'm going to say no one's an asshole here because I understand wanting to be at Dan's funeral and it's not like you are missing the wedding to go to a party with friends or something. But I can also understand why your girlfriend would be upset. You're going with your ex a few days early and staying with your ex-girlfriend's family who you didn't get along with in the past to the point of blocking them on your phone. Would you be totally fine with her missing a, hopefully, once in a lifetime family event to be with an ex for a funeral and being with them for days? not just a few hours. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. There's a chance you come back from the funeral with the stuff moved out. Keppel Hill Blue says, going against the grain here, you would be the asshole to attend the funeral instead of the wedding. You are planning to, close to, an engagement with a woman that you live with, who it sounds like has been supporting you through the stress of a medical residency, since you've gotten permission from your co-residents to take time off to do this. Amelia will remember and likely always be hurt by this decision to support someone else on the occasion of her sister's wedding. You can still remember slash memorialize Dan another way, but you should be there in person to support Amelia. Perfect says you're the asshole if you travel with your ex on a very emotional trip and expect your girlfriend to be okay with it. Just end things with her so you can have a clean break because it's not like you're still going to be together with her for long after this trip. Rekindling a relationship with your ex and her family even if you are not intending this to be a romantic relationship with her, it's going to create a whole new dynamic that you can't expect your girlfriend to be okay with. If your girlfriend was cancelling on something important with you to spend 14 hours alone in a car with her ex, as well as staying for a number of days with her ex and his family, would you be happy about that? And one more comment from Speech Ill who says, I'm like 85% sure you're getting back together with Julia. It was your most passionate relationship. You were immature but have now both grown. She is hugging you, sorry about the past and wants to move forward. Her family that you were so close to wants to reconcile and will always consider you family. You're going to spend these very emotional days together in extremely close proximity. You're absolutely getting back together and everyone will be all, Dan would be so happy, it's what he would have wanted. This is absolutely a reconnect with the ex trip and it's clear in how you describe everything that you're very open to that. And sounds like Amelia recognizes that too, since she's literally upset that you're ditching her to reconnect. If going is that important, rent a car, pay for one night in a cheap hotel and make it a quick trip. Absolutely you're the asshole for the plan as is. Or just end it with Amelia now, since that's where you're heading anyway. OP does come back in with an update and says, first of all, thanks for all the comments. It really helped me to gain perspective on my situation. Nearly four months later, here's the update. After intense reflection, I decided to stick with my prior engagement and go to the wedding. I called Julie to explain briefly the situation and also called her parents to apologize and tell them that I come to pay my respect to them and Dan's grave once I get my car back. They were very understanding. Amelia was still mad at me though. She blamed me for being tempted by Julia and her family, again after the wedding, for pulling the long face. I was still very hurt by Dan's death, so yeah, I wasn't at my best. Our relationship was really going sour. I felt she wasn't supporting me while I was grieving my friend, but she wasn't on the same page. I started to see a new side of her and perhaps we weren't meant to be. After another argument, we broke up. One to two weeks after the wedding, she tried to salvage our relationship, but the damage was permanent. 
At this point, I was at my lowest, totally devastated. In just a few weeks, I lost my friend and my relationship. I was in a really bad place. A few days after I got my car back, luckily it was a minor issue. It didn't cost me much. Once I got a weekend off, I visited Dan's grave and his parents. They gifted me his stethoscope. It meant a lot to me. Julia was also there and we all remembered our memories with Dan. Very nice and emotional moments. I felt very bad about missing the funeral, but his family convinced me that what mattered was how I was present for him during his life. After that trip, I started to hang out with Julia again. It just happened naturally. Even after several years, I have to admit that we still have a deep bond. Nothing romantic though. We are both grieving Dan and I just ended my relationship with Amelia. We both agreed that rushing into a relationship would be a bad idea. Currently, we enjoy spending time as friends. Step by step, I started to feel better. The pain is still there, but I'm learning to live with it. I try to enjoy my life, to improve as a man and as a resident every day. I'm lucky to have a great support group to rely on, especially one of my co-residents who really stepped up and is becoming an awesome friend. I'm currently living with him until I find a new apartment. I had almost no contact with Amelia since the breakup, which is probably for the best. I was quite bitter at one point, wondering how I went from thinking to propose to her to breaking up in just a few weeks, but with time I got closure. I know I have my fair share of responsibility, but it is what it is. The past is the past, and now I look to the future with hope and optimism. And the comments below this one were literally all over the place. People saying, you know, let's be honest, you have unresolved feelings for Julia and she did you and Amelia knew about it. Other people saying Amelia dodged a bullet. Other people saying, you know, give Opie a break here. This was his friend that died. He was visiting his friend, not the family, and he's grieving, etc. And other people saying that OP dodged a bullet. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Incredibly messy one there. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And our next story does come with an update as well from Broccoli University saying, Bachelorette ruined my friendship and says, this is a long vent. I'm the maid of honor and organized a weekend getaway for the bride and her bridesmaids and a few friends of hers, 10 people total. None of the girls, including myself, are friends with each other outside of the bride. I had a really hard time organizing this event because in the group chat, no one would reply and I was left high and dry for a lot of the decision making. 
Eventually, the same two girls would chime in and would offer to help. About a month ago, we made a group chat, just the three of us, to figure out last-minute details of the trip, since we are the only three really involved in the planning. The bride from the beginning has said she didn't want involved in the planning at all. Keep in mind. Anyway, the weekend rolls around and the bride ends up ignoring me most of the weekend. She only spends time with her other friends. I've yet to get any appreciation or thank you from her about the planning. Also keep in mind everyone spent around $1,500 for the Airbnb, activities, etc. While the bride paid for nothing. The last day comes and things are tense. I've hung out mostly with the two other girls from the group chat because they're really the only ones I've become closer with. During the bachelorette weekend, we used the group chat once to organize a surprise we had set up for the bride. We had set up decorations and a picture-taking area, a full table spread of cheeses and meats, a custom-made cake and bride-personalized drinks, all which she completely ignored when she saw it. The last night there, the other girls got invited to some retired hockey player's house and the cab ride is $100 one way to get there. Considering the cost, that was really not my vibe. I said I'd stay back, and the other two girls I was with most of the time also decided to stay back. The next day, when we were packing up to leave things, the uncomfortableness was palpable. No one would look at us or talk to us. I was the only one with a truck, and the other girls shoved all of their stuff in my car, so there was no room for anyone to drive with me back home, which was an eight-hour drive. We get back home, we meet at the bride's house and unload my truck. As I'm pulling out of the driveway, the bride runs up to my car and says, I want to see your phone and messages with a group chat with insert names of the two other girls. I say no, that's really uncomfortable and is invading their privacy. She said fine and walks off and says nothing to me as I leave. From what I've collected and can infer, it probably seemed like myself and the other two girls were cliquey. However, I personally talked with everyone else lots, but was getting ignored by the bride. I'm at such a loss. We are adults and I'm being asked to share my text with a group of girls that I was asked to interact with outside of the bride in order to organize her bachelorette. And now she's worried we have become friends without her. This is something I've been told explicitly. I want to pull out of the wedding for how poorly I've been treated. She's been a horrible friend and her asking to go through my messages has been such a breaking point for me. For those asking, she wanted to see the chat because she said that she's insecure about me talking with the other girls about her. So she wants to see what is in our group chat. Absolutely had nothing to hide. There is nothing in that group chat, but I said no and told her she can ask the other two girls and then can see it's because it's their messages too. It's more of a thing of principle. I don't think you get ownership of your friends and should be allowed to see all their messages because you are insecure about them being friends. As well, she hadn't spoken to me the whole weekend and was feeling very ignored. She had many opportunities to ask to go on a walk with me and talk about this, but instead, she had waited until I was backing out of her driveway in front of all the other bridesmaids, except the other two from this group chat who had already left. Also, keep in mind, it was after about an eight-hour drive and I was dead tired and wanting to get home. So either way, I wasn't going to sit and have a conversation. I also didn't get what the purpose of seeing a group chat would give. The three of us girls were there in person the whole weekend. If we wanted to talk about the bride, we wouldn't have been texting about it. And lastly, the whole reason we had this group chat was to plan the bachelorette because none of her friends ever replied and stuff needed to get done. And the bride has explicitly said over and over and over she wanted no involvement of it being planned. Now, you know, I probably read one too many bridezilla posts, <laughs> too many posts in general, really, with too much drama going on. 
And my question that, that was going through my head is why did she want to see your text messages? Was she worried that you was walking behind her back or did something happen at that hockey player's house? Look, I don't know. My Reddit brain was going off when they mentioned that. Honey Smile says, I think it's worth trying to talk to the bride about your feelings. I feel like the wedding craziness and leading over into other relationship is a super common topic here. So maybe it's just that. Hopefully for your relationship. But it's also totally valid to want to opt out and to do so. Just because she's married and or is stressed doesn't justify her treatment of you. Yeah, and I think, you know, if I was in OP's position and I was treated like that all weekend, coming up to you want to see your text messages as well, it certainly sounds fucking shady and I wouldn't want to be a part of that either. But Hero says, seems like you're afraid of confrontation with a bride. Don't be. Confront her in the kindest possible way. If she's ridiculous, tell her she's being ridiculous. If you're friend, you should be able to call her out on her bad behavior. So do so. That's what good friends do. We hold each other accountable. She is being ridiculous though. I would never dream of treating my maid of honor this way. And there was many comments like that to just call her out for her behavior. And lots of people saying, you know, they wouldn't attend the wedding after being treated in that way as well. But Opie gives us a small update and says the wedding was yesterday. I didn't go. I haven't spoken to the bride since I told her I was dropping out of the wedding two months ago. Another bridesmaid also dropped out. The third girl mentioned in the original post did go, but she regrets not dropping out. The bride got mad at her for several other miscellaneous things in the few days prior to the wedding. I found out from the other bridesmaid that dropped out that the bride had been talking about me behind my back for the year leading up to the bachelorette and had plans to completely ghost me and cut me off after the wedding. Keep in mind, she made me her maid of honor. Big lesson learned is to listen to your gut and do what's best for you. How absolutely bizarre. Been talking crap about you for a year and still makes you maid of honor. What the hell is that about? Just trying to use you to get you to do stuff or pay for things? Oh, what a what a bizarre scenario. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. No update on this one from Affectionate Newt360 and says, Am I the arsehole for telling my parents and brother that if they wanted his ex removed from my wedding pictures, they had to pay for it? My brother goes through women like I go through socks. I gave him a plus one for my wedding two years ago. He brought his girlfriend of that time. When we were doing the family pictures, he wanted his girlfriend in the pictures. I said we could do some with her and some without. He got mad that I allowed my sister to have her fiancé in all the pictures and my other brother was allowed to have his boyfriend of five years, but that I had the audacity to exclude his girlfriend of the week. My parents said that they didn't want any fighting and to just include her. They were paying for everything, so I said fine. She isn't in all of our pictures, just ones with our family and both families. Now my brother is engaged and we had the family over last weekend. His fiancé saw our wedding picture on the wall and got in a fight with my brother never told her that he'd been in a serious relationship with her nemesis. He tried explaining that they only dated a very short while. She called bullshit because she was included in the family picture. She asked to see our wedding album. Sure enough, the girl was in multiple pictures with the family and the in-laws. Her brother finally calmed her down but has asked me to take down the picture or have his ex removed. I said that it was expensive so he would have to pay for it. He tried complaining to our parents. They said that I was being childish. I reminded them that they were the ones who insisted I give it to him. I said that they were welcome to pay for the editing. They said I was a jerk and that they already paid for the pictures once. 
Now, let's just quote a small part of that story where it said, my parents said they didn't want any fighting and to just include her. And guess what's happening now? They're all fighting about it and they're calling you the arsehole for it. What an absolute joke. Petty me would just say, remove your brother from the pictures <laughs> just for a laugh. <laughs> Keep the girlfriend in there and just hang it back up on the wall and see what he says. <laughs> I know, I know that don't do that. Don't do that. It just caused more drama, obviously. This is a simple, not the arsehole. You saw it coming. You gave them a warning. They didn't take that warning and, you know, this has consequences now, basically. But LC says, not the arsehole, you're right. This is their doing and they can pay for it if they want. Had they not pressured you in the first place, he wouldn't be in this situation. Notice, not your situation. This is his issue to deal with. Paragod says, the only person who's not the arsehole here is OP. One brother for insisting his girlfriend gets to be in as many wedding photos as possible against the marrying couple's wishes and for lying to his fiancée. Two, parents for allowing it to happen when his dating history is well known and photos are forever, and then expect an OP to take down or edit their wedding photos. Three, fiance for demanding to see the photo album to cause more drama. Although I do feel bad that she's just finding out your brother lied to her. Sounds like she'll be an ex-fiance soon. Bia Wu says and quotes, she asked to see our wedding album and then says, I want to put my foot down there. She was a nice person who wanted to see our album because she wanted to get to know us better and took a genuine interest in our family. Certainly, I would show it, but it's obvious to me that she only cared about your album to mine evidence to use against your brother. Under these conditions, I wouldn't have flipped one page. This is not how my wedding memories will be treated and used, and I wouldn't want any part of their argument. Anyway, about the editing, not the arsehole, your brother should cover up all of his own mistakes with his own money. Besides, when this chick leaves him, it will just be a replay of the same drama with the next girl. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if it was you? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care uh, You just don't, still selling false hope Cause you just don't care House, 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 feel, feel If we talking to a you